Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. David Cobb is a college basketball and college football writer for CBS Sports, and he joins me on the phone line now. He's on X at David W. Cobb. David, what's happening, man? Hey, Gabe, not much. Just driving across the, the great old state of Tennessee uh, this afternoon, so uh, glad to have a little company along the ride. Yes, absolutely. Uh, where, where where in East Tennessee? I always forget. I always forget. Where's your, uh, where's your wife's well, I, family from? Uh, the Knoxville area. Okay. So, uh, Blount County, also known as the, like the high school football capital of the state, yeah. where uh, Al- Alcoa and Maryville are. So you know, Randall Cobb's alma mater, no relation uh, to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're we're similarly athletic, but that you know that's yeah, it. that's a different then, story uh, for a different day. I hear you. Right, exactly. But no, right now around uh, around Cookville, so it's uh, that part of the drive where it just starts to get a little a little slow. I get you. I get you. Now, the uh, west side of Tennessee is doing pretty well with the Memphis Tigers right now, that basketball program. I saw that in your updated power rankings for uh, college basketball on CBS Sports, you can go find it if you're out there listening. You put Memphis at number six, so I have to do a little ode to uh, Coach Prime. Do you believe now? Do you believe? I I believe. Uh, I always believe in this roster. I mean, maybe not. I didn't know that they would be this uh, good, this soon with all the moving parts and new faces and the adjusting with chemistry on the fly like maybe I didn't expect this I always thought they would be good uh, they've been better than expected though there's not many teams out there in the country with as many quality wins as Memphis and then you go and look at the losses um, Ole Miss is still unbeaten and then Villanova ugly as that one was I mean Villanova has shown the ability to beat really really high level teams Yep. And so Villanova's had some chaos and some weird losses, but like on the whole, the Memphis resume is 100% without question a top 10 resume in college basketball at the moment. Do you think they should be a top 10 team in the AP poll, though? When yeah, we... I mean, yeah, absolutely. Now, look, I mean, the margin for error is about to get real thin because, uh, I mean, really. You Not start playing good teams. Yeah, I mean, you start you start with, with Vanderbilt on Saturday, and the quality of the competition now diminishes from here on out. But. As of now, without a doubt, uh, a top-ten team, uh, wh- whatever metric, whether it be resume, talent, 
projection, you name it. Like Memphis is a top ten team as of this moment. Um, what do you think about the addition? It looks like Naquan Tomlin, uh, Kansas State transfer, is officially clear. What do you think about his addition and fit alongside what they already have on this roster? Well, I mean, I guess he makes a little more sense than Jordan Brown because Jordan Brown was more of like a traditional post player. Um, and I guess the door is at least theoretically still open for him to return. But, you know, more of a traditional post player, a guy who's going to need his touch on the block uh, to really get in his bag offensively whereas Naquan Tomlin is not necessarily that back-to-the-basket, give-me-a-touch-on-the-block sort of old-school big. And so he fits the mold of being athletic, of being able to guard multiple positions, uh, being able to face up a defender uh, in that way, uh, get his, his, his hands on, onto the basketball defensively with deflections and uh, stuff like that. So I think he's probably uh, a better fit schematically for what Penny wants to do. One thing that I noticed, because we did have the news of Billy Richmond uh, committing to uh, Kentucky, and uh, one thing I am happy to see in this day and age is, uh, you know, back in the day, I'd say about, you know, five to ten years ago, missing out on a recruit like that in the in, in the uh-huh. Memphis area, you know what that reaction would be. Oh, my uh-huh. God, what are we doing? How are we missing out on the hometown kid? His dad played here. You'd have all the negative reactions. I saw that news today, and I was just sort of looking through the reactions from the Memphis fan base. There is none, David. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it wonderful? Uh, well, the philosophical shift, I was talking about this with uh, Jeffrey the other day. I mean, the philosophical uh, uh, shift that Penny has executed is really incomparable in college basketball or in college football in terms of somebody like Penny who was so reliant on the freshman just a few years ago to now be so reliant on the transfers and to have uh, enjoyed success amid that transition in philosophy. There's nobody who's done it quite like Penny Hardaway. And so, yeah, he's going to be uh, he's, he's going to be the basketball version of Lane Kiffin, the portal king, mm-hmm. um, you know. And that's just insane because of how right you are, man. The last 20 years in the city of Memphis since John Calipari – uh, made the Tigers a, a top-flight destination for high school talent. A miss like that at any point in the last couple of decades would have been catastrophic, and yet here we are, and it's, um, you know what, it's okay uh, because you, you trust that Penny's going to be able to go out and get his bets in the transfer portal. And he'll be able to do it up till nine games. He'll get to commit nine games into the season. So yeah, <laughs> the, the calendar is different for Penny than anybody else in the country. He hey he pushes the margins on that calendar. I mean, I remember we were talking in what we were probably talking in mid May uh, this past year. Exactly. What is this Memphis basketball roster going to look like? And at that point, no, I did not believe um, at all. But then he gets David Jones and Javon Quinterly, and I mean the list goes on with the late commitment. I'm not sure exactly whose bag he's reaching in. He might be reaching into his own bag at, at some point, you know, to a. Uh, to make it happen with these guys, but uh, he's making it happen. So that's, that's it's working out pretty well for Memphis at the moment. Now, last thing on the Memphis basketball front before we get to the news of the day, and that's Florida State sending a 38-page legal filing to the ACC. Um, but David Jones, where, where are you at on his sort of All-American candidacy, maybe Naismith candidacy? candidacy? I know that it's going to be Zach Eady's award to lose ultimately. He won it last year. He's at 24-10 this year on the number one team in the country. But what, what, do you, what kind of level uh, of play do you think we're seeing from, from David Jones? Is this All-American yeah. level? Yeah, I'd say so. Fringe, fringe All-American. I mean, 
you know, he's going to be right there in the AAC with, like, John L. Davis from FAU. Like, it'll be a, a race, as of now, I would say a race between the two of those guys for AAC Player of the Year. Uh, so that's, you know, he's Kendrick Davis. He's basically almost like what Kendrick Davis was for Memphis last year. Just He's just a totally different player. I mean, they're both uh, they're both left-handed. But uh, anyway, no, it's just a totally different player uh, than Kendrick Davis. But he's proven to be that guy who you can give the ball to to go get a bucket. Didn't see it coming. I mean, when, when you look at his numbers from DePaul and St. John's, you thought, okay, he can come in and help. But is he going to come in and be 20-plus points per game and lead you to victory against high-quality opposition? on a regular basis. I didn't see that. So, yeah, I think he's he's in firmly in the hunt for uh, AAC Player of the Year. He's in the mix for that. He's in the mix for All-American. You know, now he's just going to have to learn how to live with being the focal point of the opposing scouting report. Yep. And I think Memphis is well-equipped uh, for when other teams start to hone in on David Jones. They've got enough other guys who can beat you that I think they'll be fine. Talking with David Cobb at David W. Cobb on X from CBS Sports. Now, there's been a lot of reporting on this FSU, Florida State thing with the ACC. They sent in a 38-page legal filing to the ACC trying to examine this uh, supposed ironclad grant of rights that runs through 2036. Your colleague, Dennis Dodd, I think was first on the reporting that um, it looks like $572 million right now is what Florida State uh, thinks they'd have to pay to leave the ACC. Um, but it looks like, I'm paraphrasing here at least a tad bit, but it looks like Florida State's argument here is our current administration didn't sign this deal and our old administration didn't act in our best interest at the time. Do you think that that has any legs to it? No, I mean, not if you're if you're uh, pleading ignorance on behalf of your own institution, but, I mean, if you're talking about the ACC, that's where their ire is directed at, is at the league. They're, they're arguing that the league you know, really didn't act in their best interest uh, here. And it's interesting, I watched the meeting this morning. Really, there's only three outcomes that you look at and think Florida State would be okay with. Uh, the landing in the SEC, landing in the Big Ten, or remaining in the ACC with some massive concessions from the ACC to make life more practical yes. for Florida State. And how, how do we get to one of those conclusions? I don't know, but they have to be careful. Otherwise, they'll lose their negotiating leverage here. Because if they get in a nasty court battle with the ACC and they start swinging mud at the ACC and at ESPN, well, that's going to leave them, um, you know, with, okay, are they going to go to the SEC, which is also in a deal with ESPN? Like, that right. doesn't make any sense. Um or are they going to get so nasty with the ACC that the ACC doesn't want to play ball with them anymore, and then, then they go to the Big Ten with no negotiating leverage? So I don't know. That, that's just sort of my thoughts on the situation. It's like those are the three potential outcomes, and if they're not careful, they're going to burn their bridge on a couple of them. So they're going to have to walk a tightrope here and uh, play nice in, in this lawsuit to a certain extent uh, in order to get you know to, to leave themselves with some options here once the, the, the legal – the legal situation starts to play out. Now, where do you think this anger is really coming from, from Florida State? Because you, you could say, okay, they got left out of the college football playoff and they may try to blame that on the ACC and the, the fact that it's lacking a little bit in football power. Uh, some people have brought up, and I think it was in the the, the the legal filing they sent in today, they are not happy about Cal, Stanford, and SMU joining the conference. Like, where do you think this anger is coming from? 
Well, it was certainly stoked, Gabe, by the fact that they were left out of the college football playoff. And I know you felt sick for them because you played for Mike. Right. And, you know, I mean, the reaction on his face with that ESPN shot uh, the day of the, the selection show is just, you know, it's just heartbreaking. And I don't blame him for being angry about that. But, yeah, it's it's years and years of pent-up frustration. And the numbers they threw around today on that call were that they'll be $30 million behind the Big Ten and the SEC uh, schools in terms of what they're getting from the ACC every year. So that wins that, – that, you know, $30 million gap is, is what is driving this because that they believe that's going to be really difficult to make up um, and, to, and to maintain, you know, to maintain their relevance in college football. they got to figure out a way in their minds to make up that $30 million revenue gap. And, and they think the best way to do that is by leaving the ACC, trying to get into another league, or at least by forcing the ACC to just completely bend the knee yeah. to Florida State and give them – uh, you know, just a, an outsized portion of the of the pie in terms of what that league generates. All right, now the word ironclad, ironclad, ironclad is just thrown out there every time I see a story about the grant of rights in in the ACC. Um, what what? How ironclad is it? I, the one thing yeah. that really that really kind of rubs me the wrong way, makes me sort of wonder how supposedly ironclad it is, is the fact that uh, the ACC does not permit schools to make electronic or physical copies. You have to literally go to the ACC headquarters to go find it. I feel like, and, and this is my thought, if this, if I had a deal, right, if I had a deal with somebody else that where I know I got you, like I, I have you by the you-know-whats, and I, 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 I cannot let go, you have no way to get out of it, I would say, here you go. Here's, here's, the, here's the details of the contract. Have fun. But... The fact that they aren't doing that makes me have questions. Yeah, I guess that is a little sketchy. That's a good point. I didn't hear anything today, though, from the uh, attorney at Florida State that made me think, oh, well, there we go. There's your loophole. That's how Florida State is going to crack this thing. I, I do think it is uh, pretty ironclad. And the fact is the ACC preemptively filed some sort of a motion in court, basically calling this thing whole thing frivolous and, and whatnot. I mean, they did that before the board of trustees even voted today so they the acc thinks it's ironclad uh that's that's for certain now i mean there's some interesting stuff that's come out today for instance like uh the the espn has a unilateral option so a a team option right in the nba world a team option to pick up uh years 29 through 36 on that grant of rights and so you know maybe there's a way for them to squirm out in 28 or 29 before that option kicks in, you know, maybe there's, there's a loophole there, but nothing I heard from the attorney today, you know, uh, was, was new to me or put my antenna up to say, Hey, Oh, here's how they're going to get out of this. I, I don't know what that, what that loophole is or, or what that, uh, what that smoking gun is. Cause I listened to every word that that lawyer from Florida state said today, and I didn't hear anything that made me think this is going to be easy for the Seminoles. Yeah. And is is, so uh, is that number, they they put it out there in their legal filing five hundred and seventy two million dollars to get out right mm-hmm. now is that is, is that really an accurate number is that like I just yeah, need I mean, a little clarification there <laughs> no I think so and that's why they're not buying their way out because otherwise I mean if it were below a hundred million look we just saw Texas A and M pay seventy million to make a, a coach go away if, if there was a, a way that this thing was one hundred and fifty mil or less the Florida State boosters would be trying to find a way to raise the money. But they can't raise half a, 
a bill, half a bill, uh, to, to, to jump leaks. They just can't do it. And they're still as acrimonious as it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. May seem today, there's still an end here that is basically Florida State um, remaining in the ACC <coughs> with a larger part of the pie, and Clemson to North Carolina and Virginia maybe getting in Miami, maybe getting a little more too. I mean, you know, the league has tried to appease them to no avail. Um, but if we get to a point in the court proceedings here where, where we start airing dirty laundry, you know, yeah. maybe the ACC gets a little bit. Uh, more agreeable to uh, Florida State's terms all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, the, the, the next step in all this is does North Carolina hop in on this lawsuit? Does Clemson right. jump in on it? You know, it's Christmas, right? And so these board of, boards of trustees, I don't think, have any interest in, in getting in on it at the moment. But come back from the from the New Year's holiday, what do those other high-level like high ACC schools uh, think about this? Because if they're willing to jump in on it, then that just puts more pressure on the league. In your opinion, who are the most valuable teams in the ACC? Because I don't even think Florida State's at the top of that list, just sort of based yeah, on the things the I hear. Well, because they got to be careful, because if they end up on an island, like if they get out of the ACC or, or whatever, like the assumption that the Big Ten or the SEC is going to be willing to cut you in at a full share at a time when you're struggling financially already, that's a huge assumption, because the SEC already has a foothold in the state of Florida. And, you know, the Big Ten already has this full cachet of huge brands. They're already, um, you know, sort of being charitable with Washington and Oregon, and, you know, that gets them to an even number, right? Like, if if Florida State just thinks they're going to get into the SEC or the Big Ten because, oh, we're Florida State, like, that's misguided. Like, it, it, you know, it is, and they could end up – they're making fun of SMU and, and Cal and, and and Stanford for coming into the ACC on a on a reduced cut right now, but that could be them trying to get into the the Big Ten or the SEC in a few years. So that's why it's so important that they maintain their leverage in their negotiating position and don't end up in a situation where they're on their hands and knees begging for the Big Ten because they burn their bridges with uh, with the ESPN league. Yeah, they got to be careful. They got to tread lightly because I feel like North yep. Carolina and Virginia. Weirdly enough, people don't necessarily view them as as, as valuable as like Florida State or Miami, but they seemingly are to other conferences because of uh, yep. uh, obvious you know different reasons. You know uh, whether it be academia or or just generally you know basketball, everything all combined with their athletic department. So they do have to be careful. I don't think you're misguided in saying that. Now, last thing. 
because we're not going to be able to catch up until uh, sometime in the new year. I have to get your college football playoff picks. Go ahead. Right now we have Alabama, Michigan, and then we have uh, 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 Texas versus Washington. Who do you think wins those games? Who do you think wins the Natty? Yeah, I got Michigan over Bama, and then I got Texas over Washington, and I am leaning Michigan to win it all. I mean, they've been dominant. They got their coach back. They've dealt with the drama. Just kind of seems like a team of destiny, even if nobody really loves them. So there's like it's gonna be like the Astros winning the World Series, man. Right. You know, just, at the end of the day, they're just good. They're gonna get it done. They didn't have to cheat. They did. Now everybody hates them, but uh, they're still the best team in the country. Yep, for sure. Well, uh, you enjoy your Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours, and uh, we'll catch up sometime soon. All right, Gabe. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. That's David Cobb at David W Cobb on X, CBS Sports writer for college football and college basketball. Now, holiday time is engagement time. You're running out of time. Designer engagement rings, though, are at great prices and available in every single budget at Robert Irwin Jewelers. And you can buy with confidence because Robert Irwin Jewelers has been doing this for 46 years and they've always served Memphians to the best of their ability. And they have the RIJ way. What is the RIJ way, you ask? Okay, I'll go ahead and tell you. They have the meant to be guarantee. You can buy your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and you'll have 365 days to return it. No catches, no exceptions. You'll get a full refund on that purchase price if anything goes bad. Uh, They also have free ring sizing for life. So if you bought that ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers, uh, you need to uh, get that thing from being too snug or too loose. They will handle that for free. Uh, They have the diamond trade-up. No one else does this, but if you bought a smaller diamond way back in the day at Robert Irwin Jewelers and it's time to move on up in the world, it's time to get that bigger diamond, all you have to do is pay the difference between that smaller and that bigger diamond. It's a heck of a deal that you need to take advantage of. And then they have the free jewelry spa service for life for anything you buy there at Robert Irwin Jewelers. And it's a bundle of different, you know, buffing, uh, shining, the the whole nine yards. If you need that fine jewelry, bright and sparkling like the day you bought it, you bring it in there, they'll handle it for free. And they have tons of financing options. Um, long-term financing is available. You can take up to 60 months to pay. They have 0% interest financing, no credit check financing. They have all the new jewelry trends guaranteed to add a little sparkle this holiday season. Make sure you get into Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers, one of their five locations, or go online at rijewelers.com. Now it's time to take a trip around the National Football League when we return on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM, ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Kuntra, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's time to take our last trip around the National Football League in 2023. And, of course, our trip around the National Football League is brought to you by Longshot. The Los Angeles Rams. So the Rams win 30-22 to last night, and there's a couple of young players that I have to spotlight. And this is actually pretty – I mean, the Rams are six spot right now in the NFC. They are in the playoffs. They're firmly in there. They have to make sure they win the last few games and make sure they get in. But they have had quietly a pretty decent season, even though they didn't have a lot of expectations coming in. But I want to start with their running back, Kyron Williams. He is officially, last night, he ran for 104 yards and a touchdown. I know if you have him in fantasy, you know how good he's been. But he is the second running back this season to pass 1,000 yards rushing. Christian McCaffrey, of course, was the first. But he missed the first four games this, or not the first four games, but he's missed four games this season. And he's still past that 1,000-yard mark. He has six games over 100 yards. He's been phenomenal. And get this, the last running back to have 1,000 yards rushing 
for the Rams was Todd Gurley back in 2018. So Kyron Williams, you definitely have to give him a shout-out. He's been phenomenal. And then, also, they have a rookie receiver that I think people know his name by now, Puka Nakua. Um, in 2012, Calvin Johnson set the NFL single-season record with 1,964 receiving yards. His quarterback was Matt Stafford. In 2021, Cooper Cup had the second-most receiving yards in a single season. Um, of course, his quarterback was Matt Stafford. Now Puka Nakua, in his last two games, only needs 147 yards to set the record for most receiving yards by a rookie quarterback, a rookie wide receiver in NFL history. And his quarterback is who? Matt Stafford. In the end of the day, uh, yes, these wide receivers, Calvin Johnson, Puka Nakua, and uh, Cooper Cup have accomplished a lot of good things on their lonesome. But Matt Stafford, you have to give him a whole lot of credit. He has accomplished a lot in this league, and I think he still goes under the radar even after winning the Super Bowl a few years back. So, Shout-out to that Rams team. Shout-out to Matt Stafford. And certainly shout-out to Puka Nakua. The Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are waving their starting defensive tackle, Sebastian Joseph Day. He's a former Ram. He started 14 games. And I think he will be an addition to some team that wants to make a push in the playoffs. But Sebastian Joseph Day got paid a massive contract. You know what this tells me about the Chargers? They're going to hire a new coach, of course, because Brandon Staley is out after that 63-21 to Thursday night football game last week. But they're going to hire this new coach. Get a change in philosophy, but they're trying to offload what they can. They want to try to get this salary cap situation on, you know, figured out. They have $45 million. They're going to be over the cap going into next year, approaching $50 million. They have to cut ties with some of these high-paid guys. This is a guy who was signed two years ago to a rather healthy contract. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of $12 million to $14 million a year. They're cutting ties with him. They want to find a, uh, a, a new situation at D-Tackle, and they want to make sure that they can handle this cap situation. The Philadelphia Eagles. So A.J. Brown said that the NFL, I, I, this is quite frankly one of the most hilarious suggestions I've ever heard. Because if you know the NFL, they want to make money. And you know what makes money Monday Night Football. After um, his uh, sort of run-ins, I guess, his games on Monday Night Football, A.J. Brown says that the NFL should get rid of of Monday Night Football. He said, quote, right after the game, you only have a certain amount of time for your body to recover. I think they should take Monday Night Football out. I know it's cool, but to turn around after is very difficult, especially when banged up. What about Thursday Night Football? What about Thursday Night Football, AJ? The thought that you really think that you can sway the NFL to get rid of Monday Night Football, which is an NFL institution, an American institution at this point, come on, I think this is a crazy suggestion. It's never going to happen. And I think if you're going to have a problem with any one sort of, uh, you know, game day, I think Thursday Night Football is the one you should be mad at. You play on a Sunday, then you got to turn around and play on a Thursday. That's not okay. But then I guess you get the long week of rest, but... Uh, Monday Night Football is here to stay, and A.J. Brown needs to get that through his head. The Green Bay Packers. Now, this is interesting, and I think most people have seen this, but Jonathan Owens is a DB for the Green Bay Packers, and his wife is Simone Biles, the decorated Olympian uh, gymnast. Um, But he went on the pivot with Ryan Clark and Channing Crowder and all those guys, and he was talking about how he met Simone Biles. And he said he had no idea who Simone Biles was when he saw her on a dating app. They met on a dating app. Now, people were trying to make fun of it and say, oh, they they met on Tinder, they met on Hinge, whatever it was. Apparently, it's a paid-for app with a bunch of big-profile people 
a bunch of people that have a lot of money lining their pockets that you pay for. But apparently he swiped right on her and had no, he says he had no idea who she was. He went on later to say that he was the catch when they met. He was the catch. Are you crazy? Are you absolutely insane? Not even in the slightest. Simone Biles is a decorated gymnast, gold medalist. She's unbelievable. She's got a, uh, 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 net worth of $16 million to you're about a million and a half. Jonathan, come on. Come on. You outkicked your coverage. Be real with yourself. But in the, hey, you can find love on dating apps. It's 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 be, it's a common theme in today's day and age, isn't it, Connor? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I have a buddy who met his wife. Shout out my man Drew. He met his wife on There's Tinder. There's nothing wrong with it. I think Tinder. I think he met her on Tinder. But I don't know about the dating apps. I was I was off the scene before the dating apps really got. I was too going. I was too. So yeah, I just know swipe right, swipe left. I honestly, I, I know don't that even there's know some that are, I know that there's some. Swipe right means yes. Swipe left means no. Um, I think there's some that are better than others. Did you see that Tinder though released like a four hundred dollar per month? Yeah, like membership. Membership. Yeah. Down bad. Yeah. I, don't pay for that. Don't pay for that. Yeah. Don't pay for that. Is Match.com even around anymore? What about <laughs> Farmers Only? <laughs> Is Farmers Only still around? ChristianMingle.com. <laughs> ChristianMingle.com. Are those even up and running? Because sure you can just do are. it from your phone. I'm now. sure they are. Yeah. But you can just do it from your phone. I bet they took a hit with all these. Like, Because there's Hinge, there's Bumble, there's Tinder. There's whatever the hell they uh, Jonathan Owens and Simone Biles met on for rich people. So I bet the Match.com, those people took a pretty tremendous hit when all the uh, the on-your-phone dating apps came out. But the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. Uh, you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Uh, the best way to find popular parlays is through that parlay hub, and you can do more on there. That is not where it stops. So visit FanDuel.com slash GabeK. That is my promo code, G-A-B-E-K. Again, G-A-B-E-K, and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And if you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Now, if you're just now joining us, I do have to throw this out there. Uh, we have an update on Naquan Tomlin. Naquan Tomlin, the transfer from Kansas State that is going to grace Penny Hardaway's Memphis basketball team. Looks like he's officially cleared, and he's going to get some run tomorrow against Vanderbilt. 3 o'clock in FedEx form. I'd imagine he comes off the bench, but we'll see what the production looks like. I think it'll be a good early look into what he can bring to the team. Um, I, I don't think it'll be the cleanest play he'll ever have this year because he just got involved, but I am excited to see Naquan Tomlin play. I can't wait. I can't wait. It, it really feels like this Memphis basketball team has a chance to level up on a season in which they have already looked tremendous in many moments, so tomorrow's another opportunity to get another get another quality win, even yep. though Vanderbilt's not very good, but the name could be a quality name win. Yeah, 3-1 and one versus the SEC sounds better than 2-2. Uh, two and two. SEC champs, Memphis Tigers. Yes, exactly. Now, uh, something else that is quality is the movie list that we put out whenever we get into small talk and we have a movie list uh that is going to shock the nation when we come back we can't do christmas vacation we can't do christmas vacation we decided on that but we're going to do our top five christmas movies when we return 
on the Gabe Coon Show right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Coon Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by Conway Services, reputable service available seven days a week. Now, um, we were and we are going to get to our Christmas movie list here in just a moment, our top five, but... There is a uh, opening line on Memphis versus Vanderbilt tomorrow that has just dropped. And if you were wondering if Memphis is getting their credit nationally, if Memphis is uh, being viewed as a as a great basketball team, then you don't have to wonder any longer. At home in FedEx Forum tomorrow at three, the Memphis Tigers are favored by eighteen and a half points over Vanderbilt, an SEC basketball team. That is nuts. That's nuts. It's a big number. It, it's one of those numbers that makes you want to take the take the minus. I you wonder, want to take the Tigers. I wonder what it would have been without Tomlin. Like yeah. I wonder if the Tomlin move bumped well, it up. Like then how? Mu- I mean, but how much would Vegas really think about a guy getting into his first game after just transferring? I think he's going to be fine. A lot. I think it'll be okay. But like at the same time, like I don't know how much that plays into it. But eighteen and a half is absolutely. I don't know. I don't think it's a nuts. Co- I don't think it's a coincidence that the line came out right after right. the Tomlin news. Like they right. were well, probably then, waiting. Well, uh, basketball lines, college basketball lines, come out sort of what twenty four hours maybe before usually. Sure. But they did delay this one at least a tad bit. Eighteen and a half. Pretty big. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. All right, we ready for some Christmas movies? Okay. There we go. And by the way, Christmas music. Where where do we stand? What's your what's the Jingle Bell Rock is probably at the top of my Christmas song list. Celebrate Me Home is my favorite. Okay, Josh Groban. All right, I'll go ahead and start because I know. Are we going five to one? I'm going five to one. Okay. I'm going to go five to one. Um, we left out Christmas Vacation uh, for obvious reasons because I think most people have it at the top. If you don't, I think you're nuts. But the nostalgia's there. So this is basically my my six to two. Right, my six to two. Um, I'm gonna start at five, and people may uh, laugh at me here, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go rom com. I'm gonna go rom com. Give me four Christmases. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. You got Vince Vaughn in there. Nice cast. Funny along the way, but in the end, you have the nice feel good story. They want to start a family, even though they were the ones that never wanted to have kids. But I, I'll go there. Four Christmases. My number five. This is a new one. Um, but I love Seth Rogen films. I just, I, I, they make me laugh. And the night before is a laugher from start to finish. You just, it is so funny. The night before gets a nod at number four. Slow down. Did you already go to your, your number four? Yeah. Let's alternate. Okay. Let's, Let's alternate. alternate All right. People. Go five and four. Then. Okay. Luckily, my five and four are different than your five and four. <laughs> okay, good. So, my number five is the Grinch, the Jim Carrey Grinch. I think all of the people about our age have a soft spot for this movie. The man had to go through torture training to bring us the Grinch. He was phenomenal. I just rewatched it. It's got holiday holiday magic in it. It holds up. It's a ton of fun. Big, big fan of the Grinch. There you go. My number four is Elf. Will Ferrell's Elf. I actually... Those seem low. No. What? Relax. Okay, relax. I got three bangers coming. Okay. Relax. Seem low there are a lot of there are a lot of tremendous Christmas movies out there. I get it. Elf. I actually looked it up last year. I think that Will Ferrell should have been nominated for an Oscar for his performance in Elf. It is one of the greatest okay. physical comedy performances I think we have ever gotten. The year for the Oscars was really weak that year. I think he should have gotten a nom. I'm not saying he should have won. Should have gotten a nom. Tremendous movie. R.I.P. James Cannon. 
All right, now number three for me. And this is kind of off the board for a lot of people. Jack Frost. It's about a kid who loses his father, and then he uh, comes to life. His soul comes to life as uh, as a snowman that his son built. Um, kind of, a, I mean, by the end, sort of a tearjerker, but it's not. I mean, it, nostalgia. I watched it a lot growing up. So that, is that Keaton? Is that Michael free. Keaton? I think so. Yeah, that movie freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, because the, the, the snowman's kind of freaky it's when it starts freaky. talking. But yeah, number three. Um, my number three is Die Hard. Okay, Die Hard is without a doubt my number three. One of the greatest villains of all time. You know. Just it, tremendous. I don't have to say much about Die Hard. I leave I die, die Hard, hard off the Christmas list because I just don't want to get into the debate with people. It is there a is Christmas no debate. Movie, it's though. a Christmas movie. He's there for a Christmas I just, party. I don't like the debate. It's around the holiday. One of the villains is wearing a ho-ho-ho shirt. It's a Christmas movie. Yes. Well, but how do we define Christmas movies? Is it just it ha- as long as a, it happens during Christmas? If Christmas is a part of the story, it's a Christmas movie. All right, Harry Potter. Okay, that's fair. That's a Christmas movie? But the first one is. Happy Christmas, Harry. Okay. The first one is. Now, number two for me, this is why I said it was too low, I think. I think Elf is up there. That's fine. Elf is I two love for Elf. Me. Elf is two for me, and I just, um, hilarious. Uh, one of the best in the 21st century. Give me give me Elf. My number two, 1990s Home Alone. Okay. Kevin McCallister. Good. There we go. There we go. One of the I greatest I left Home of all Alone time. off my list, believe it or not. I love Home Alone. We just rewatched that one. Home Alone 1 and 2 are just magical movies. Every single time you watch them, you fall in love with them. Macaulay Culkin genuinely puts on the greatest child performance we've ever seen. It's, yeah. it's, he's phenomenal in it. And then number one for me, and it, it honestly adds to it that he had to go through torture training. Give me the Grinch, Jim Carrey's Grinch. <laughs> and, and like One thing that I just can't hit home enough with Jim Carrey's Grinch, you, you can give an ode to all the Grinches. Even the new Grinch is fine. Uh, the old one, cartoon version. I haven't seen the cool. new one. Um, not as good. But... Jim Carrey playing the Grinch, that was perfect. I mean, he ate he ate that 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 character. I mean, that was unbelievable how well he played the Grinch. But that's number one for me outside of Christmas Vacation. My number one, it's not only what I think maybe pound for pound the greatest Christmas movie ever made. I think it's in the conversation for greatest movie ever made. 1946's It's a Wonderful Life. There you go. Frank Capra, Jimmy Stewart. Every single time I watch this movie, it doesn't, I've seen it probably over 20 times. It makes me cry every single time. It's really special. If you haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, run to it, please. You can find it all over the place right now, but it is, it is, it truly might be the greatest movie ever made. Like, it, it is in the conversation. Well, Merry Christmas to you, bro. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to everybody out there. But we have one hour left before we send you off to your Christmas and to your New Year. And we're going to spend it wide. So we have the Blitz coming up. We'll talk some MLB contracts. Uh, another Japanese player is headed over for $300 million. Dollars, headed to the Dodgers. Um, so that'll be a uh, interesting conversation to discuss. The Pistons have lost 25 straight. How bad is it? We'll run the numbers. But coming up next, to talk a little Tiger basketball, Parthu Bidyai. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.